You know what time it is. It's 9 to 5 with Gavin and Mike. In this episode, we'll be talking about the power of words and how your language shapes your reality. But before we do that, drop the intro. Konnichiwa. My name is Gavin Masumiya. Nice to see you. I'm a mindset coach based out of West LA. And I'm Mike Ahere. Yahime. I'm a transformation life coach from London. These recordings are short, sharp, sweet snippets of insight for anybody hustling a 9 to 5. That's right, you can tune into them on your way to work, on your lunch break, or on your way home after a long day hustling. Gavin, how language shapes your reality? This is a big topic and it's a juicy topic because I love thinking about how language shapes your reality. And I'm interested to know, from your perspective, what is so important about the language we use with ourselves? It's very interesting. I was talking to, I had a, talking to a prospective client yesterday at my place. And there's certain words that we tend to use, at least in the American vernacular, and I do it too. Uh, he kept saying, but I have to make these 10 calls today. I got to make them. I got to make these 10 calls. And so he kept saying it. I saw no pattern. So I stopped and I said, Hey, hold up. Let's slow down for a little bit. So you, I hear a lot of have to's and got to's, right? Like Tony Robbins says, people should all over themselves. I should do this. I should do that. And I said, let's just slow down. Like, Say, say it again. I have to make these 10 calls. I have to make these 10 calls. How motivating is that for you? Does that make you want to get up and do it? And he's like, no, nah, not really, man. Why do you do it then? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's like a habit. It's like, okay, cool. Like we, we get the awareness around it. And so basically what my assignment to him is to just take stock of all of, uh, take stock of, of his word inventory of these words that, that kind of suck energy away, right? Because some people can say I have to and they see it as an obligation and they'll actually do it. And so this is not like an evergreen thing, like remove that from your vernacular. You have to know that from your self-awareness. So for me, I'll say try. I'll try to do something for primarily two reasons. One is if I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and I'm people-pleasing and I still don't think I'm going to do it, I'll say, I'll try to do that, right? I'll see if I can do that. I'll see if I can do that. I'll try to do that, right? Um, and then I also, if I don't believe that I have what it takes to do it, I'll say I'll try. And so trying is not motivating to me. It's almost like I crack a back door with a brick on the bottom. And so there's a little mm. so that I can go out. I can go, I have a way out. And that's what, I'll see if I can do it and I'll try to do it. And that basically becomes the reality then. Mm. But that, the minute it comes out of my mouth, I'm most likely not going to do it. This is a very high chance I'm not going to do it if I say I'll try. Mm. And so people, okay. anybody watches this and you know me, call me out on that. <laughs> I was going to say, so we, we, we've learned a few things here. First, words are powerful and they affect how we, we think about things. And we also know that if Gavin ever tells you, I'll, I'll try and do that, or let me see if I can do that, we know he's probably not going to do it because he's, create, he's created an exit for himself. But 
so that's interesting. So you you so for different people that like you said, it's nice that you you acknowledge that it's not evergreen. You know, it's not the same for everyone. People might use the word must, and they will do it. They find it motivating. But for others, it kind of feels like a chore, like like they have to do it now. You know, I I must do it. So, what yes. do you suggest? Oh, and the other thing I liked, Gavin, was that in your case with your client, you created awareness for them about their habits, and you checked in with them, like how motivating is that for you, without assuming anything, right? So you allowed the client to tell you if they found it really motivating or if they didn't. But it was about right. creating awareness. So when when you're, when you're working with a client and they are aware that they're using language which is demotivating for themselves, like what can they do to, to use more effective language for themselves? Okay. So once they're actually having that awareness, right? Yeah. The awareness of the language, then I would find, create a new inventory of words that you can use to either replace it. And another distinction too is, so for instance, let's just say, right? A common one is like, I'll try to, it's like, think, let's think of another words and see how it resonates. So with, with him, I said, okay, instead of have to, try choose to. I choose to make 10 calls today, right? So I, I, I suggested choose, but I, now I wanted him to see, okay, I choose to make 10 calls today. Now say, I have to make 10 calls today. I have to make, now go back. I choose to make 10 calls today. Is there a difference? And he's like, yeah, choose is like a, yeah, it's a choice then. It's not like, I don't have to. And then he started getting these things like, I've chosen to be exactly where I am, mm. right? And so it's not like he's, ha that's like a newfound thing for him. Emotionally, he, he felt it emotionally on a new level than he has in a long time instead of just being intellectualized. So that's, mm. that's a one of, of the big pieces. Another one is the try, like, it kind of try and take something off the fence. So if you say like, I'll try to do something, oh, I'll see if I can do it. It kind of be clear. It's like, maybe if you don't want to do it, then it's a yes, no, then. Mm. Right. And so it's like, if you're not willing to do it, if you don't think you're going to do it and you don't want to even try then just say, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm. Oh, I'll do it. Or I'm not going to do it. I like you that. can just put a stake in the ground then and mm -hmm. do it or you don't do it then. And so that's a, a, that's like powerful discernment there, right? There's why, like, why? Done, right? Like the most successful, like leaders and executives, they have different qualities. And one of them is the ability to discern. I love that. Yeah. Because as you were talking about that way out before, you know, when you, when you talked about leaving a crack in, in the brick wall and you're talking about discernment now, it just made me think of Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> and it's, it's the step number seven, the, the 12 steps to riches. And step number seven is about decision right? And the decision, as Napoleon Hill describes it, is the mastery of over procrastination, right? It's cutting aside any other option. And even getting your client to be like, no, I'm not going to do it. That kind of like makes them have more awareness to be like, oh, well, maybe I do want to do it. But having that word inventory is so powerful. That's such a, a useful tool that people can start to think about when they, when they use words which are not empowering. And another thing which I particularly love that, that you're doing there with your clients, Gavin, is that you are checking in with how they feel about the words they're using, right? So how does that make you feel? Because emotions are so powerful. And, and I'd really love to chew on this with you on another show. Let's do it. But you get, yeah, but you, you get the clients to, to think about their emotions and you allow them to, to think about words which relieve 
uh, any resistance, right? And it makes it emotionally easier for them to move forward. But I'm conscious, bro, we've got like five seconds to go. <laughs> but those are some bombs. Those are some bombs there, guys. If you, here we go. There's a time bar. That, that's, that's short, sharp, sweet snippets of insight in seven minutes. Gavin dropping some, some major insights there and some, some useful tools. So just going to round up really quickly. If you catch yourself using words which make you feel either disempowered, discouraged, or demotivated to take an action, just first of all, get some awareness around it. And then think about an inventory, as Gavin suggested, an inventory of words that you can replace that release some of that resistance and make you feel better about the actual task. And, and be discernful as well, right? Either decide you're gonna do it or decide you're not and choose an appropriate word that makes you feel great. But that is all we have got time for. This is Mike signing out. Devin signing out. Check you in the next show. Boom. Thank you.